When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There. Welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Thelma, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, if you've been in the hobby for any appreciable length of time, you'll likely try all sorts of things. Some are as simple as trying a different type of fish, a planted aquarium, or even a new technique. This is what keeps our hobby so amazing, so vital and engrossing. There's endless possibilities. Even after decades, I'm constantly finding new avenues to explore. And of course, some of these detours can also be edits and changes that we make to our existing ideas. For example, from personal experience, I'll often start out with an idea or a theme for one of my tanks, only to get it up and running and ultimately reach a point where I'm compelled to make changes, detouring. Then again, what's wrong with epiphanies, edits on the fly, and even wholesale changes to our best laid plans? Nothing, really. In fact, they can often lead to our best work. It's great to Take those little side trips in the hobby, isn't it? I know I've done this before. Integrating stuff at the point of obliterating my original concept. Changing things to such a great extent as to be completely different from what I originally intended to do. I remember in my early reef keeping days, this would happen a lot. And it still happens today. You know, you move that one piece of wood or switch out that one coral colony for the purpose of creating flow or making room for growth or whatever your rationale is only to realize that a seemingly well-intentioned, simple change did not stand alone. Rather, it required me to move two other pieces of wood or reposition one other coral colony, all of which resulted in a completely different look and feel than I originally envisioned. I think such detours are often beautiful, often leading to new ideas, new discoveries, new aesthetics, and inspiration for others. Things happening in unexpected ways are what can propel the hobby forward. Everything doesn't have to follow a plan. A detour can be amazing. However, if you're looking for a specific result and go too far in a different direction, it's often a recipe for frustration for those of us that are not prepared for it. Sure, many of us can simply go with the flow and accept the changes we made as part of the process, but the aquarist with a very pure vision and course will work through such self-created deviations until he or she gets to the ultimate destination. Many find this a completely frustrating thing. Others find this a compelling part of the creative process. Open your mind. All this is part of the journey. Detours and edits or whatever you want to label them help us to perfect our craft, hone our skills, challenge our minds, and if we're really lucky, they help create outcomes we never even imagined. And the process usually starts with one rock, one piece of wood, one thought. Occasionally, I'll have what seems like a great idea for a tank in my head, except when I start executing on it, I'll find out that it's not really what I wanted to do. Maybe my heart wasn't in it? I'm not sure. It just doesn't feel right, and I can't enjoy it. It's strange, right? However, I'm sure some of you can probably relate. Like recently, I had an idea for a tank. It was a tangle of lots of branchy wood with terrestrial plants poking through above the waterline. It was based on some images I'd seen of wild habitats where there was a collection of dried wood, or actually a wood that would, during the dry season, be a big tangle, and, and when it got submerged, it was really interesting. It seemed like a great idea. I had an aquarium with the right footprint to work it with, and I started to play with it. And it was kind of interesting. 
except for the fact that I never got it the way I liked it, above or below the waterline for that matter. It just didn't feel right. I just felt like I could do better with it somehow. Of course, by that point, I ended up being my own worst enemy on this one. I questioned my idea, got contaminated by seeing slightly similar concepts, executed differently and perhaps far better than mine in terms of the plant life, and I just sort of ultimately lost interest in it. It was weird. I mean, it wasn't bad, it just wasn't right somehow. Not right for me, anyways. It was like my heart just told me that perhaps it wasn't what I really wanted to do. Like it felt forced, overly influenced by what I was seeing online and elsewhere, and I just felt bad. Like unauthentic. Not me. Like I was feeling like I was navigating into an area that I really wasn't into. Perhaps for the wrong reasons. It was weird, and it wasn't like I was impatient with it. I just didn't like what I was doing with it. Ever feel that? Maybe you did, but maybe you didn't say it as many different ways as I just did. (laughs) But I was feeling all that. And then, of course, I was feeling the call of my beloved mangroves. I know from experience that my mangroves would look really well, uh, grow really well and look really great in this shallow, wide aquarium that I had. And I had my current batch of seedlings in various grow-out containers for anywhere from two to sometimes five. One of them was five years. And they really needed to be given something a little more permanent. And I'd been playing with my sedimented substrates, the nature-based ones, and we'll have an upcoming brackish-oriented or mangrove-specific version called Mangal. And it seemed like it would be a good time to start using this stuff and put it through its paces in this tank. Besides, it was time for another proper brackish water tank, one that could tide me over for a little bit of time till I get my larger tank back from storage and start working on it. So down came the weird concept, and up came a more comfortable, yet more honest, at least for me, more honest idea. Now it's always good to try new things. Sometimes it's even better to push yourself to get out of your comfort zone a bit. Other times it's just best to do what you love, because you love it. Yeah, detours can take you into some new and very exciting areas. A detour can be amazing. And a detour can also teach you some things. Open your mind. Elevate your experience by doing what moves you, even if it's something that you've done before. Maybe you think that the world might judge you because you're not coming up with something new. It's okay. Do what you love. On the other hand, keep trying new stuff. Do get out of your comfort zone when you can. Push the boundaries. Look at your work from a different perspective. Draw as much inspiration from the work of nature as possible. If this kind of stuff calls to you, compels you, moves you in some way, please enjoy this and share it with the world. Stay unique. Stay bold. Stay curious. Stay inspired. Stay educated. Stay creative. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tannin.